Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Your Magic. I'm Michelle T, and I'm here to tell you this is not just any episode. This is our 100th episode. Your Magic is a centenarian. Thanks for being here with us through all of it. To mark the occasion, we're going to switch up our usual format and bring you this very special report. Um, hi. So I was just listening to podcast. I think I'm doing this right. I'm not really sure. Um, but I just felt like I should go out on a whim and call and share kind of what like my, my, I've been struggling with recently because it's, it's almost like it's an existential loneliness. Hi. Um, <laughs> I, um, to see if I can get some cards pulled about a situation. I, um, I ended a relationship. The reason I am calling is because I'm having trouble with, um, deciding what to do with the person that I'm seeing. I have been working in an industry that has never fulfilled me personally. My tarot question is, I'm having a hard time with work and life. I just got diagnosed with a borderline personality disorder and bipolar disorder. I need some tough love about this girl who I am head over heels in. I've been in a serious relationship for about two years and I don't really know where it's going. I would love to ask the tarot um, how I can best use my voice in a way that is good for all beings. Having a real hard time finding a job and staying in a job. <laughs> Hello. Um, yeah, I'm calling because my question for the tarot is love related, of course. So I was wondering if you can just help me see where I should um, kind of go, you know, what my, my career path should be or as a person who reads tarot for other people. Very rare that somebody reads tarot for me. It would be kind of cool if I got some of that um, help back. Um, hi. Uh, I'm, I'm just a little bit scared, and I guess I want to know if I need to be scared or if I can, you know, let go and... Hi. So I hate my job and I hate working and I hate living in a capitalist society and I want to quit. I want to leave. I want to be done and I want to just go. But unfortunately, there are bills to be paid. Those voices are your magic listeners who phoned into a tarot hotline we had set up about a year ago. You can hear in their tones and inflection how vulnerable it is to seek guidance from the tarot and from those who read the cards. You're trusting a virtual stranger. And even more profound, you're trusting that the universe is somehow conscious of us, that something is listening, that our faiths are somehow knowable. When people talk about faith, this is what they're talking about. It's a tender spot to be in, in some kind of pain, stuck in a quandary, and reaching out to the unknown for divine direction. Now, imagine someone taking advantage of a person while they are in this fragile, desperate state, stoking their fears, feeding into their worst case scenarios, and then promising they can whisk all the bad vibes away 
for a price right now on the double. Hmm, what could make this situation a little more gross? How about they're hiding their true identity and pretending to be an intuitive that you admire on Instagram? How about they reach out to you and tell you that, you know, the ancestors told them you need help or spirit put their name in your ear and they know you need help. May they help you? Well, who doesn't need help? And how dazzling it is to be contacted directly by this cool, witchy person. Sure, I'll Venmo you $60 on the double. If you were to call such a person a monster, I would not argue with you. But in the online intuitive community, we call them the scammer. I'm Sabrina Scott. I am so many things. I'm a professional tarot reader, spiritual teacher, also doing a PhD in science, as one does. And I write books about magic and spirituality. I'm a big fan of Sabrina's. I'd actually been wondering how to have her on the show when one day I opened up my Instagram messages and found one from her. Hello, beloved, she began. I was drawn to you by my ancestors. Are you interested in getting a reading from me? wild, I thought. Sabrina's ancestors are tuned into me. Cool. Yeah, sure, I wrote back, but I really want to have you on the show. I was just thinking about you. Yes, dear, she responded. Spirit has much for me to share with you. All it took was that next weird little line of text for my enthusiasm to deflate, punctured by a red flag. Dear? For that matter, beloved? Sabrina does not talk like this, like some smarmy, slightly creepy, woo cliche, leading with messages from spirit and ancestors. I sighed and started an email. Sabrina, I typed, we're not actually having a conversation on Instagram right now, are we? Yeah, so this has been going on for more than a year. Uh, It's been happening for a really long time to myself and a lot of other folks in the kind of spiritual, witchy, woo-woo tarot scene. And I think actually other kind of subcultural communities as well, weirdly, on, on Instagram specifically. So what's happening is people will reproduce all of your photos, make a fake account that's like kind of like your username, but not quite. There's like an extra letter, like an underscore or a number. And then they will obsessively follow all your followers and then slide into their DMs with a creepy message being like, greetings, beloved, or grand rising, or some other like weird, weird thing that like no one would ever say and then they basically invite people for a tarot reading or a palm reading or something but it's often tarot and they will say if you just venmo my friend or paypal my friend then i will read for you yep this is exactly what fake sabrina said to me and not just fake sabrina but fake sarah potter fake cult mother other tarot reading icons of instagram I could spot them for what they were now, and I told them plainly to fuck off, and then I reported them. Glad I'm not getting taken for a ride. Then, one day, I'm scrolling through my account, and I notice I've been followed by Lori Cabot, the Lori Cabot. Anyone from New England knows the official witch of Salem, Massachusetts. Lori has long been an icon in the 70s and 80s for wearing her black robes through the street and curing the Boston Red Sox of their losing streak. Google it. Today, she's known for her gorgeous advanced style witch edition looks of wild hair, spiral tattooed face. Ugh, I've loved her since I was a teenager, and it felt like I'd really arrived in some sort of unofficial hall of official witchery to be followed on Instagram by the Grand Witch. Except Lori Cabot was not following me at all. A scammer was. Unfortunately, I feel part of it is that people want to feel special. People want to feel chosen. 
And so when the scammer reaches out to them and is like, I've noticed your energy. There's something weird with you. I need to communicate some kind of message to you. People are like, oh shit, I'm special. I'm chosen by someone who I really look up to. Amazing, please take my money. And then unfortunately the scammer disappears. I think that when we decide to practice magic, when we decide to partake in it even a little, to just believe in it, we are giving voice to a hunch we have, that we are special. If the universe is full of mystic energy and we believe that a flower might have a unique and holy essence, that a bird could be a messenger from another realm, we can believe in our own unique goodness. I feel like most witchy practices encourage us toward this kind of self-love in a world where, you know, we're often disregarded, made to feel not special. So into this realm, this magic space we've all created online and in each other's minds, comes this really sinister way to prey on the way we've built each other up. Because we are all special, right? And so much of life is just waiting for the right people to recognize that. I'm Sarah Potter, and I am a psychic medium and tarot reader based in New York City. Sarah is another witch who I'm a big fan of. I've been contacted countless times by scammers appropriating her account, reaching out to me with their weird-ass language. I mean, I, I've lost count. I, there's probably been a hundred, more than a hundred. At one time I looked and there were six people impersonating me at one time. A single scammer can do a lot of damage. Multiply that and, you know, the damage grows. The amount of time Sarah, Sabrina, and other readers have to spend just responding to Instagram followers who reach out about having been approached by a possible scammer, it can take an hour out of your day easy. Then there's the weirdness that happens when someone pretending to be you reaches out to a somewhat estranged family member, a frenemy, or an ex. That's a whole other level of messy cleanup. But here's the real slap in the face. For so long, tarot and magic were looked upon as scams in and of themselves, practitioners little more than snake oil hucksters. It's taken a lot of effort and dedication to legitimize this work, and all intuitives still struggle against mainstream perception that our services are illegitimate, our skills fakery. Add an actual scammer impersonating you to the mix, and it feels really, really icky. It's hard enough sometimes telling people I'm a psychic for a living, and I mean, I'm very proud of, of what I do, but I have changed my entire life to support being this like true vessel to receive the messages and, you know, take really good care of myself because I really care about what I do and anyone who gets a reading from me. And to just have all of these people impersonate me, use my photos, use my likeness, contact people who follow me. It's hurtful and it's frustrating and I'm angry. The obvious question here is, can you just report this to Instagram and have them take it down? But this is much more difficult than clicking a button or even filling out a form. While it's most effective to report an impersonator from your own account, most scammers preemptively block who they're cloning so you can't get to them. Folks like Sabrina Scott have created spare accounts just to report the scammer from, but the clone accounts aren't removed with any urgency. What does work better is the majorly labor-intensive task of copy and pasting the URL for every photo the scammer has stolen, one by one, and reporting them for copyright infringement. Just sending in the URL to the page doesn't work. And if there are 50 of your stolen photos up there, you must report all 50 individually 
Instagram will only remove the ones that have been properly reported, no matter how obvious it may be that the account they're reprimanding is 100% fraudulent. Now, if the original account is verified, it's of course way easier for folks to see if the psychic who just reached out to you is legit or not. You just look for the iconic blue check mark, affirming that the account has been vetted by Instagram and is the real deal. But every practitioner I have spoken to has tried and failed to get that legitimizing blue check next to their name. And no matter how much press they have gotten, no matter how many celebrity clients go to bat for them, they get turned down. Sabrina Scott joked that if she had a shot of tequila for every time she tried to get verified, well, you can guess what sort of state she'd be in. Here she is again. I've been featured in like, I don't know, like I've got two Vice documentaries. I've got another documentary about me that has like three million views. Like I've written for Vice. Like I've been featured in BBC, like Nylon, Refinery29. Like what else do I need to do? I don't know if Instagram feels this way, but maybe Instagram feels like spirituality is a scam and so we're not going to verify these people we reached out to meta to get more information on how they go about their verification process but they didn't respond with no help from instagram practitioners are having to figure out ways to respond to what feels like a never-ending crisis on their own so i am doing this live because I am, I got so much information in the last 24 hours and about one of my scammers, you know, there's multiples and it's happening to like every spiritual account. Marcella is a deck creator, an artist, and an autistic human. I really love her Instagram presence, the pictures she posts about her adorable lizard familiar and her overall tough, loving, joyful vibe. Like most intuitives, the platform is obviously a big part of her business. Still, she has repeatedly opted to silence her account for her own mental health. Like I could feel myself being like, I don't, I, like it was really messing with my, my nervous system and everything. And it, it wasn't just like, oh, scammers. It's the amount of DMs and messages like from people who, while well-meaning, want to help, are also stressing you out. Oh, is this you? Is this you? And you're posting a million things and then you're seeing your follower count drop because people are annoyed because you're just posting about the scammer. <laughs> and it's like you can't win. <laughs> Opting out is one way to deal with it, though not necessarily a sustainable one. Another way, tried by many practitioners, is to attempt to make contact with the scammer themselves, hoping to trigger some conscience through a good old-fashioned heart-to-heart or to scare them with the threat of some good old-fashioned hexing and cursing. I mean, scammers, do you get that you're fucking with actual witches? These people will get theirs. I mean, I'm totally doing magic at my altar against them. Absolutely. And, you know, best wishes. For others, it's just too tempting not to mess with the scammers on the material plane. I've been chatting with a few other folks who have been dealing with this, and we've found some of their info, and some of them were based out of, like, Nigeria or something, and I've found one of the girls doing it to me, her address in the Bronx. Uh, someone else I know found a scammer address in, I can't remember if it was North Carolina or South Carolina. So, like, there's a whole bunch of these women kind of all over who are doing this weird scam thing. 
That's Sabrina. While we can't verify that all of the scammers were women, through a lot of detective work, some were definitely proven to be. With the help of a friend a scammer was trying to swindle, Marcella was actually able to get quite a bit of info about one such impersonator. I am, um, I'm a really good detective. <laughs> and I'm not gonna dox my impersonator. Why? Because here's why. Today, what I'm going to do, Jasmine, I'm going to do a reading for you. And I'm going to do a reading to look at why. And she knows firsthand the particular traumas of being raised by a parent making a living out of lies and bad vibes. And so she made a big, bold witch move. I know that you have a kid. And how I've got really good experience about this is because guess what? I'm the child of a scammer. <laughs> yes, I have a scamming mom and I've learned from the best. And so I will tell you this. It's funny cause just looking at like their profiles, it looked like they look pretty like, oh, you look like you're just living your life. My next step with all of that was to do a reading for them um, publicly via Instagram Live, hoping that they would see it and implore them to get like psychiatric help, um, not just because of like whatever they're doing is wrong. It's like it becomes addictive, and I and uh, and I, you know, as a child of someone who you know, who still actively does scams, um, that's really damaging. And I really wanted to plead that to this person about her relationship with her child and to say like, you might think that you're doing it for your kid, but you're really feeding your own addiction and issue and you're harming other people. Like it's beyond helping your kid at this point. Just as a child of a scammer, I just want to say that the damage that my mother's behavior did, like to this day, has affected our relationship. I shared links to um, free or low cost therapy <laughs> and, you know, just like also really wanting to look into the psyche of this person and maybe give them some helpful, be like, hey, like, here's your window like to to kind of open up or step through this different maybe look at this in a different way because I felt like this person was actually quite smart and intelligent but they were sloppy and what's gonna happen if you get caught and you go to jail and then you can't help your kid what happens if you flash forward to you know 30 something years from now and you and your kid are estranged because your scamming is still going on and the county's looking for you. <laughs> like, I just know from experience, you know, the damage that and the trust and all of those things. So I hope they get help and I hope they stop. But that's all I can do at this point. I'm so impressed by the thoughtfulness and generosity of Marcella's approach to the scammer. I found myself in a message exchange with them a few times, and it's hard not to just tell them to fuck off and then block them. 
I'm mad at them for targeting this community, for taking advantage of the very sweet, largely queer followers that I have, for making my life hard. But now, to be honest, I'm not totally void of sympathy for this particular devil. Caught in capitalism, turning to crime has its own logic. I'm way too sympathetic to the many victims of this particular scam to give it a thumbs up, but I can also imagine the kind of alienated desperation that could give rise to such a plan. So I'm not without some sympathy for it. I shared this understanding with the scammer. I also told her that with the amount of time and energy she was putting into ripping people off, she could be building an actual sustainable business. Clearly, she's drawn to tarot and divination. She probably even has an actual talent under there fighting to get out into the light. Would she please come and talk about it on my podcast? Sure, she texted. But first, you pay me $100. I said no. The scammers have manipulated way too much money from my community. Take Pasquale. Pasquale is a new tarot client. He doesn't know me or how I operate. He'd message me on Instagram, and we had an in-person reading on the books for the future. This copycat account looked exactly like yours, and I feel like I remember like getting a like a Instagram request from them, and I thought maybe you had just like started a new account because I know people sometimes get like shut down. He's talking about the day he got scammed. A few weeks later, on like a Monday afternoon, this copycat you had messaged me being like, "I need to move our session to now," and I was like, "Oh, okay. I thought we were meeting like." this upcoming Wednesday and they were like, no, like I need to meet right now. Anyone who works with me knows I might move our session to tomorrow or next week because I'm an Aquarius and scheduling is hard, but I would never move it to right now. Like, can you do it by like phone or text or Zoom? And I was like, well, I'm like working right now, but can you do it in a little bit? They're like, yeah, I can do it a little bit. So they just started, whoever this person was just started messaging me and saying like, oh, I'm ready when you are. So I felt like, Okay, like, I, I don't know you, so I was like, oh, maybe she's just like... Oh, this sounds so super stressful. What a way to get a tarot reading, right? The scammer told Pasquale that they had to do the reading over text, and it was cheaper, just $60. They were really overwhelming and pushy with their messages, insisting he PayPal them right now. And Pasquale did, because it was in the middle of his work day, and he wasn't thinking clearly. I mean, something didn't feel right, but things were moving too fast for him to stop and check in with himself. Instead of just ghosting, the scammer started giving Pasquale an actual reading. Not with cards or anything, just off the top of her head. She told him he was surrounded by evil. It just started out negative off the bat, which was like a little suspicious to me. Like, I, it was like, you, I'm glad that you did this because you have a lot of negative energy and spirits around you. Like you were cursed when you were a child and I need to help you like break through that. This is classic fake psychic bullshit. Many years ago, I went to a storefront psychic in New York City. I kind of knew it would be phony baloney, but I also wondered how they operated, and it was a mere $5 to find out, so I did it. That scammer told me that I was cursed, too, that the boy I lost my virginity to had given a photograph of me to a witch, and it was sitting on an altar covered in white powder. Now, I do think the boy I lost my virginity to might have cursed me for writing about what an uninspired introduction to heterosexuality it was, but I didn't think he'd gone so far as to dabble in witchcraft about it. But the scammer insisted. She said I could rent a crystal from her for some ridiculous sum of money, and that would call off the bad vibes. I'd never even heard of renting a crystal. How ridiculous. Why not just sell it to me? Oh, right. You'd have another opportunity to grift some cash off of me. No way, lady. I got out of there relatively unscathed. But Pasquale, he still sort of thought he could be talking to me, his friendly neighborhood queer witch, 
vetted by his community. The scammer asked Pasquale if he was going through anything, which, like, who isn't? In Pasquale's case, he was struggling through a breakup. The scammer hopped right onto that. She told him the spirits were making it harder for him and that for another $100, she could make him a cleaning potion. And I was like, okay. And they're like, okay, it's just another $100. And I was like, okay, like, why? And they're like, don't worry about the price. Just worry about that you need this time. This was when Pasquale started to know with more certainty that it wasn't me he was talking to, but a rabid, thirsty scammer. And then when I stopped and was like, wait a second, I should check this. And then I was like, wait a second, you're not Michelle. Like you are a cop. You don't have like the same followers. Like you're, it's not, it's like, there's like a letter off. They were like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, why are you getting so aggressive? God damn these creeps. Hearing what Pasquale went through, having people message me saying, hey, I want a reading from you, but I have to wait because I just spent all my money on the scammer by mistake. Ugh, it kills all the sympathy and just makes me want to get in a fist fight with these jerks. Every time I hear it, my first impulse is to give that person who got scammed an actual reading for free. But I can't. It's just not sustainable for me, even as it breaks my fucking heart to hear about all the sweeties getting taken for a ride. But I really appreciated Pasquale sharing his story with me on this podcast. So I gave him a reading. One night, me and my husband were sitting in bed, me playing words with friends, him chatting with a scammer pretending to be me on Instagram, you know, like you do. He was messing with them, acting like he had bodies buried somewhere and had done very bad things. And could the scammer please help him? She said she could if he would just cash out her a hundred bucks. Inspired, I put down my phone and we changed tactics. My husband came clean and told her he actually was not a serial killer, but the husband of the woman she was impersonating. We told her about this podcast and asked if we could interview her for this episode. She was immediately suspicious, accusing us of trying to set her up. I told her she could keep her camera off, alter her voice, anything. We just wanted to hear from her. What motivated her? Why was she doing this? But she refused. You have a lot more power than me, she typed. It felt nice to give Pasquale a reading, throwing a little bit of justice into the scammer's schema. I bet it felt nice for Marcella to offer her story and resources for help. I'm sure it felt nice for Sarah to do some work at her altar about it, and for Sabrina to text these shady individuals some reality. I'm grateful they all agreed to come on this show and talk about what has been an endless, exhausting problem that hits everyone where it hurts, messing with trust and livelihood, mental health, and sense of self. The scammers have hijacked hours of practitioners' lives, cost them and their followers real money, left people feeling bad about themselves and about humanity, about the internet platforms we've allowed to become so central to our lives. I woke up this morning with a blue check beside my name, which both makes me less attractive to scammers and makes it easier to stop them. I'm really fortunate. Not only do I have a great and well-connected friend, I have a career outside tarot as a writer, a whole other not-woo professional persona to verify. For witches and intuitives who put 100% of their energy into their mystical calling, it's going to be harder. I wish I could leave you with a cool takeaway, a call to action, some way for us to band together and fight the scam. Knowing about this and telling your friends will really help. Understanding that no practitioner will ever hit you up for a reading will help you not get scammed. Report fake accounts and please, by all means, do not reach out to the impersonated practitioner to tell them about it. Do reach out to them for a reading to support their services and presence in the world. Light a candle on your altars that the scammers find a different way to get by in this harsh world. 
thanks for tuning into Your Magic. You can support us plus get access to all of that bonus content at patreon.com backslash this is your magic. Another thank you to those who support us. Every dollar makes this happen. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at this is your magic and subscribe to our newsletter at this is your magic.com. Join the Your Magic community at Discord at the link in the show notes. You can rate us and subscribe right here on Spotify. Do what you have to to never miss an episode. You can email us at hello at thisisyourmagic.com. We would love to hear from you. Your Magic is Ben Cooley, me, Michelle T., Molly Elizalde, Tony Gannon, Vera Blossom, and our production intern, Kirsten Osai-Bonzu. And our original theme music is by John Kimbrough. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.